Hello and welcome to another episode of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. My name is Ryan Janke and as always I am joined by Corey Litton. We are ready to get you all caught up on all the latest action from last week. Corey, there was a lot of it. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of action. We have a lot of words to say today. How many How many did you say you put on this one? Uh, 1,829. I haven't written anything since the 10th grade research paper we had to do for English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. So we are going to talk about uh, all the things that happened uh, from about June 22nd to June 27th of 2022. Why don't we start with uh, weekly our, our weekly local recaps, starting on what uh, Wednesday, June the 22nd in Norman County Raceway in Ada. It was the Ada Nationals day number one uh, out at the Norman County Raceway during the Norman County Fair, 128th Norman County Fair, I believe. And they've had over, I want to say it's got to be about 103 years of racing um, history out there. That's when it first started, 103 years ago. Wow. Out of the Norman County Raceway. Racing was so dangerous back then, and I've said this a few times, that none of the drivers from back then are still alive. Uh, it was a hundred years ago, yeah. But <laughs> I guess that joke before. And they did have they did have dirt to put on those tracks back then. Yeah, I don't even think concrete was invented back then when they had that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, it was originally a horse track, but then they brought in automobiles over a hundred and three years or so ago. Oh, wow. But I, uh, I did not. I didn't know that. I it, did not know that that was that uh, been around that long. Yeah. Um. And it uh, all led up to Scott Richardson, who took the lead in lap number one, then led every lap to win in the Legends class. Uh, Tim Church, the Blackjack Express, uh, did the same in the Hobby Stocks. Uh, Brennan Borg won in a thriller, holding off the cheetah Rob Van Mill for the entire race, and then also the cool cat Calvin Kesselberg in the stock cars. That was an awesome race. So Rob was challenging Brennan the entire time, kept showing him a nose underneath the car uh, every lap, every lap. And uh, Calvin Kesselberg, I don't even remember where he started, but he was closing on in, and he tried to split them at the line. He ended up in second, wow. uh, and he came from a ways back to do so. Uh, but uh, Brennan Borg... He just held held uh, strong and got the win. Got it handled. Very the, nice. The uh, karate kid, uh, Colin Hibden, he led every lap to win in the Modifieds. Then Rich Pavlicek started 10th, and he took the lead on lap number 17. His car number is also 17, so that just worked out <laughs> perfect for him. He won the 40-lap Sanders Sport Mod Challenge. All right. And then uh, day two of the Norman County Raceway Ada Nationals on th- Thursday, June the 23rd. Uh, 14-year-old Amelia Eisenshank led every lap in her first appearance at the Norman County Raceway and only her second ever start in a Race Saver Sprint car. She got the win. Um, she comes from a long line of racers, of course, third generation. Her uncle would be Donnie Schatz, and uh, grandfather, who uh, unfortunately just passed away here, uh, is was Danny Schatz. I read that, yes. That's sad. Um, so a big win for Amelia out there and a real good kid. I watched her uh, jump up from the carts up into sprint cars, just like I believe her uncle did. So, uh, she's following in some good footsteps out there. Uh, Dustin Strand, he held off the super sophomore Mike Gresseth and he won in the late models. Then it was the nightmare. Lucas Rodin reigning and defending national champion led all the laps to win the rebel Midwest modified tour main event. All right, then we move on to Sunday, June 26th at Buffalo River Speedway. Yeah, we had a couple of rainouts and a day where I just didn't get out. Um, so we went moved to Sunday. Uh, just a couple of days after winning in Princeton, Minnesota for his father's memorial race, 67-year-old Dave Sirks got it done again in the sport mods wow. to start the night off. Uh, yeah, real good race. He's been a good racer for many years, so it's great to see him come out there and get a win out of Buffalo River Speedway. 
Then it was Alex Trushinsky. He was able to do outduel the Jefferson City, Missouri driver Chase Fisher to win in the Lightning Sprints. 14-year-old, the Flying Deuce, Ashton Speaker, got his first Buffalo River Speedway Legends feature. And for his efforts, he got a nice little shower in Victory Lane. Um, <laughs> you got to do something special for someone's first win. Well, so. a- absolutely, yeah. Congratulations there, the Flying Deuce. Um, so yeah, when he got up to victory lane and uh, he can hear me in the video that his mom shot, yeah. well, I'm like, you might want to take a step back because I, I, I walked down there and I hit a <laughs> bottle of water on me. And when he got up there, I shook his hand and dumped the water right on his head. I saw the, <laughs> I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So the, uh, great win out there by the flying deuce. Uh, then the Stephens Street Stock Tour, they saw a great battle between a couple of former national champions when big-time Johnny Carter charged up from eighth to get, to get by the Wolverine Justin Vogel for the win. Uh, the Rebel Midwest Modified Tour was up next where the Crusher, Justin Jones, and Corey Stork traded the lead many, many, many times in and out of traffic and uh, throughout the caution three free event uh, with uh, Jones coming out the winner. Austin Raths, he uh, started mid-pack and then ran away with the short tracker win at the end of the night. Okay, moving along, Monday, June 27th, the Red River Cart Club. Now, Lane Verilrude got his first win of his young career in the Novice One class, and uh, I'm not kidding you, I don't even think he comes up to my knee in height, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that kid, uh, and he, he put on a pretty good uh, run out there. He was pretty solid, so he picked up his first win. Then it was Liv Schmitz getting uh, the rookie one win on the last lap pass out there. So that's, uh, I believe, her second win. She put on a pretty good show. Crowd was going nuts for that one. Uh, Jaden Ambule, he got his first win of the year in the Novice 2 class. Then coming uh, coming to the last lap, Brady Heilman grabbed the lead and got the win in the rookie twos. Regan Rinke celebrated his 11th birthday by giving himself his own present by winning the 206 Blue class. Then it was Kyle Van Mill getting it done in the uh, 206 Black uh, Slide Class win. Uh, Kyle is uh, the son, of course, of he's a third generation racer. Okay. Son of Rob Van Mill, the cheetah. His uncle is Chris, who's been racing for many years, who's got a pile of wins, too. We, we've talked about him on the show. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his grandpa's Corey Van Mill, who is pretty much a first ballot Hall of Famer as soon as we get it going. Uh, so, wow. uh, yeah, he'll. He, he comes from a lot of good uh, racing family. Good pedigree, as they yeah. say. And you know what? He's going to follow right in their footsteps, too, yeah. as well. Uh, to cap off the night, Vince Noble handed Stevenator his first loss of the year. All right. And like you said, uh, we had some nasty weather that Friday night, so uh, a few things got rained out. Yeah. So, Well, we had time to watch the Houston Speedway uh, makeup nights as well as uh, the High Bank Nationals out there. They had four straight nights of racing out at the Houston Speedway uh, this last week, uh, which was uh, pretty awesome, starting with Wednesday, June 22nd. And that'll be the makeup race from some weather that they had earlier in the year where that ripped the roof off of the place. Yeah. So, uh, Casey Kane, he led from the start till David Gravel Cotton passed Kane with 13 laps to go. Traffic was a heavy factor throughout, and David Gravel flipped a lap later while uh, trying to go around a slower car, sending Gravel completely into a big flip. Uh, Rookie of the Year contender Spencer Baston led the final five laps for his second career World of Outlaws win. Carson Macedo ended up in the second spot. Then it was Casey Kane in third. Buddy Kofoid got fourth. James McFadden fifth. And Donnie Schatz just finished in the sixth position out there as uh, point leader Brad Sweet finished in seventh. All right. Then moving to the next night, Thursday, June the 23rd, the High Bank Nationals night one. 
The opening lap was a wild one when multiple cars got together in the backstretch, including Brad Sweet, the point leader, Donnie Schatz, Thomas Kennedy, and J.J. Hickel, along with Robbie Price, too, as well. Uh, Buddy Kofoid and Brock Zierfoss battled each other for many laps until Kofoid won the battle. James McFadden threw a haymaker for the lead with 16 to go, but Kofoid was unable to gra- uh, was uh, able to grab the lead on the next lap. Buddy Kofoid ran away and then picked up his first ever World of Outlaws win with that uh, that preliminary night win for the Houston's High Bank uh, Nationals. James McFadden, he ended up finishing in second. Parker Price Miller in third. Brock Zierfoss fourth. Hunter Schurenberg finished in fifth. Brad Sweet, he finished in 14th and Donnie Schatz 18th after their lap one incident. All right, moving to the next, the second night of the High Bank Nationals, Friday, June 24th. Brian Brown and Riley Goodnow battled side-by-side side at the start of the race for the lead. For the second night in a row, Brad Sweet found trouble early. With three laps complete, uh, Brad Sweet and Rico Abreu got together and flipped over wildly while battling for third. Uh, Sweet's crew thrashed and got the car back together and his laps completed streak. Uh, that's one of the things that's big in him. He has had a, uh, He's completed every lap in World of Outlaws competition for well over a year. I want to say it's like a year and a half. Really? It's, uh, so that was a big thing. He was able to get back out there. And uh, Carson Macedo, he took the lead from Brown coming uh, to two laps to go to pocket the $20,000 and tying him for the series lead with his sixth win. Uh, Brown finished in second, Goodno in third, Spencer Baston in fourth, David Gravel in fifth, Donnie Schatz. He uh, rebounded up to an eighth spot and also rebounding very well in that one was Brad Sweet, who ended up finishing in the 11th spot. Wow. All right. And then... The $100,000 Hussett's Speedway High Bank Nationals final night, Saturday, June 25th. And they picked a good night to have one of the best races ever. Uh, that, one of the best <laughs> races I've seen, and that's one of my favorite tracks, too. Yeah. Uh, it's in the in my top three. So they definitely put on a good show. Carson Macedo, he jumped out to the lead on the start. Then the track was narrow and too, tough to pass here at the beginning. So Macedo had a hard Macedo had a hard time passing the slower cars when he caught up the traffic, which was only about three laps into the race. So everybody was you know hot on his heels really quickly on that one. On lap eighteen to forty, the uh, front stretch gate was hit by Carson McCarl and the second uh, place runner David Gravel, causing it to open and caused a long delay for repairs. Um, uh, all driver actually. Uh, David Gravel was able to continue, but he was running with a with a bent up uh, right rear tire. So that has, I mean, all of his feelings probably had to have fallen out of his mouth by the time <laughs> he was done with that. Um, <laughs> after a restart caution for debris, a major incident came out involving Riley Goodno, Logan Shuhart, Brooke, and Brooke Tatnell, who rolled ri- wildly on the into the entrance of turn number one. Macedo caught traffic with 10 to go, allowing Buddy Kofoid and a hard charging James McFadden to join in, close on in. McFadden took the lead with under five to go. He just blew around him. Wow. Came from third to first. And uh, then Sheldon Hoddenshield came out of nowhere blowing around Kofoid and McFadden on the last lap for the lead on an awesome pass on the outside of turns one and two. Uh, McFadden ended up in second, Kofoid in third. Gravel held on for fourth. Uh, amazingly, with that bent up right rear. And then uh, Macedo ended up in fifth. Your point leader, Brad Sweet, he finished in the sixth spot, and Donnie Schatz in 11th. And uh, with uh, some of those tough nights out there, even though there was some pretty clutch finishes for Brad Sweet in those four, that four-night swing, he's seeing his point lead decreasing right now. It's Carson Macedo. He pulls into a gap of only about 12 points. 
Then Sheldon Hodenshield is in third, only 24 points back. David Gravel is 46 points back in fourth. Uh, then it's Logan Schuhart, who is 54 points back in fifth. Donnie Schott sitting in sixth right now, 148 points out of first place. And and they're not slowing down either, it looks like. <laughs> the the, uh, the July 1st and 2nd, Friday and Saturday, they're heading on over to... Uh, New Richmond, Wisconsin for the Independence Day Spectacular. That's right at the Cedar Lake Speedway, another one of my top three favorite uh, facilities that I've ever been to in my life outside of our local area, of course. Uh, the, yeah, the Cedar Lake Speedway in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Wow. that's that's uh, Those guys, are they, they love racing. It's, yeah. <laughs> they make good money doing that, obviously, yeah. uh, if they can keep on going. Yeah, I, I bet they do. All right, so moving on to NASCAR. What did we find out that, this week in NASCAR? Well, point leader Chase Elliott was able to survive the weather and a wild Nashville Super Speedway to get his second win of the season. Kurt Busch, he finished in the second spot. Ryan Blaney, who is still winless on the season other than the All-Star race, he finished third. Uh, then it's Kyle Larson in fourth and Ross Ch- Chastain, your boy. Yeah, he ended up finishing in the fifth spot. I saw that. Uh, Elliot, he widens his point margin over Ross Chastain up to 30 points now. Uh, uh, Ryan Blaney still sits in third place, 31 points behind. Again, that's important because uh, I do believe he still has a chance to make the playoffs even without winning if he still is close enough in points to uh, to make that uh, playoff uh, push coming up here later on. Kyle Busch is fourth point uh, in points uh, with 47 points back, and then Joey Logano is 52 points back in sixth. All right. What is the what is the threshold there for being points behind but not having a win? Um, I think I think they take like the top sixteen in points, not thinking that there might be sixteen different winners or maybe even seventeen going into that race. But That's um, right. so I think they take uh yeah, it's the top sixteen in points or yeah, they take sixteen cars for the playoffs. So if you, I mean, you, if you're leading basically of the cars that aren't, uh, that don't have any wins, you got a good okay. shot at getting in. So okay. right now Blaney is sitting in pretty good shape, but I'm pretty sure he would just like to punch his ticket and get I, into the playoffs I, and get this over with and just, I, just get going. Yeah, I would imagine so. Okay, around the region, we had a lot of action around the region. Uh, why don't we start with Wednesday, June 22nd? Well, the Forks Karting Association, they had a, uh, another night of racing action out there in Grand Forks. Uh, the uh, novice was won by novice rookie class run won by Duncan Rethemeyer. Rookie gas class was Brody Sobolik and Isaac, and Isaac Johnson. They had enough to split them in two and run two different feature races. They're getting a pile of carts out there. Mm. Uh, junior one was won by Jackson Dobmeyer. Uh, junior two McKenna Romold. Uh, the senior medium Adam Thorvalson. The Masters were won by Eric Thompson, Junior 1 Yamaha Noah Wagner, Junior 2 Yamaha Charlie Good, Senior Yamaha Brian Good, and the Junior 1 Wing Carts were won by Owen Broden. All right, Thursday, June 23rd, KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Minnesota. Uh, the Pierce Stocks, they were won by Chris Isdall, then Midwest Modifieds, Brandon Merworth. Mod 4s were won by Tommy Bodden, who uh, I believe he is the defending national champion. Street Stocks, the Wolverine Justin Vogel. Uh, Hornets were won by Peter Martin. Superstocks, Shane Sabraski. We've heard of him, I think. Mm, um, <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> the Modifieds, the Iceman, Don Eichens got the win. All right. Then we zipped on over to Grand Rapids Speedway. The Midwest Modifieds were won by Darren Lawler. Pierce Stocks were won by Chad Finkbone. One of my favorite names to say, too, by the way. Finkbone. <laughs> 
I wonder what they wonder what uh, what came how that came about. What the origin of that name would be? It would, it would be fun to find out for sure. What bone is connected to the fink bone? I want to know that too. <laughs> um, Hornets uh, they were won by Justin Barsness, Modifieds Johnny Broking, and the late models run won by Rick Nemi. All right, Friday, June twenty fourth, Brown County Speedway in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Even if the crazy weather, we did we did still get some racing around in the region. So the street stocks were won by Chris Sirer. The uh, Midwest Modifieds, Adam Brotherton, uh, the Super Stocks oh, in the they uh, got one by or they got or the winner was Rain along with the Modifieds. Rain won that one too, and the late models rained out as well. Rain, rain, go away. That that was the story of Friday night around the state. I think a lot of places in North Dakota, but Dakota Speedway in Mandan, they got racing done. Yeah, they somehow uh, got missed by the rainstorm that came out here and uh, rained all night here in Fargo on Friday night. Yeah. So they got the night in. Uh, the Sport Compacts were won by Ken Sandberg. Hobby Stocks, Josh Rorick. Uh, the street Stocks, Hunter Damagala. Um, another one of my favorite names to say. <laughs> Legends Preston Martin and Modifieds Drew Christensen. All right, Princeton Speedway, the Bill Sirks Memorial. That's right, and uh, we already talked about this earlier because uh, uh, since this happened, since I typed up the results, uh, this guy's been on a hot streak. But uh, David Sirks, 67 years old, and he won in his father's memorial race in the Sport Mod Division. Dexton Cook, he got the Super Stock win. Then it was the stock cars won by Jason Helmbrecht, uh, Hobby Stocks, Ben Menson. Sport Compacts were won by Nathan Cole, Mod 4's David Fortier, and the Modifieds were won by Tim Patchen. Okay, and then over to Montevideo, Minnesota for the Fiesta City Speedway. Corey, tell me, the Wolverine got another win this week. Um, he did. Uh, yeah, he Good. did. Um, he, uh, but in the Pure Stocks first, it was Cody Hatch. In the Hornets is Adam Van Der Osteen. Street Stocks, the Wolverine, Justin Vogel. And the Super Stocks, Josh Regatz, along with the Midwest Modifieds, won by Jacob Smith. All right. And then uh, we, we go on to Saturday, June 25th, Madison Speedway, Madison, Minnesota. The Ludafus capital of the world, <laughs> as they call it out there. Um, yeah, Pure Stocks won by Alex Grenager. Late Limited late models will be Brody Kroeniger. Midwest Modifieds, Jamie Thorsted. The Modifieds are won by Lee Groves. Uh, that was his first Modified win. He came from sprint car racing for many, many, many years. Uh, and uh, He got his first Modified win here the other day. Uh, then in the Street Stocks, it was Zach Flickinger. In the Super Stocks, it was Jeff Flotten. And in the Hornets, it was Adam Van Der Osteen. All right. Ogilvy, Minnesota. The Ogilvy Raceway. The Midwest Modifieds are won by Zach Benson. Mod 4 is Tyler Larson. Modifieds Dan Ebert, late uh, late models won by Cole Searing and Street Stocks Kyle Dykoff. All right, Southwest Speedway in Dickinson. Which is it? Do you know why it's called the Southwest Speedway in Dickinson, North Dakota? Because I think it's the only track over on that side of the state. So, <laughs> so it is Southwest. Yeah, it, 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 it is South. <laughs> it, it is Southwest of everything else that I know of that's out there. Um, the legends that was uh, the winner was Drew Papke. We'll be going out to Southwest Speedway here in a couple of weeks for the Dakota Mod Tour, so that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Zach Frederick, he won in the Modifieds. The uh, Sport Mods won by Loopy Luke Krogh. Um, if you're wondering where he got that nickname, if you ask him, he said, I had a bad month. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he looped it a few times. Okay. And <laughs> when he was leading, uh, he's pretty good at that. Um Good guy though. I shouldn't give him too much too much heck. But uh, yeah, Loopy Luke Krogh, he got the win out there in the sport mods. Hunter Damagala, he got the stock car win in the hobby stocks. It was Bill Holtberg. All right, then Williston Basin Speedway in Williston, North Dakota. 
Modifieds are won by the Dark Horse, Travis Hagen. The Sport Mods, Tate Johnson. Hobby Stocks, Kyler Satron. And the Stock Cars are won by Mad Mike Hagen. So that would be, uh, I believe that's Travis Hagen's dad uh, oh. who, who got the win. Mad oh. Mike Hagen has one of my favorite wins ever because um, there's during the Dakota Mod Tour two years ago, um, there's a driver that comes up from from Iowa. Elijah Zevenberg is his name, and the guy dominates on this tour. He's he's I think he pretty much has the record now for wins okay. uh, in the stock car division. Um, he won many of the nights in a row, and they came out with a bounty on him. And Mad Mike Hagen got the win. Really, and he's a local guy, and everybody just loved it. And, they, and it was at Williston. He got out of the car and couldn't have been any happier. And it was uh, oh, a great picture of him in victory lane getting out of the car. Oh, that's awesome. All right, uh, to cap off Saturday night, we go to Miller, South Dakota, to the Miller Central Speedway. Uh, Pierce stocks were won by Wyatt Brooker, the Midwest Modifieds, Mike Nichols. The Modifieds won by Dale Ames, late models Josh, uh, Josh Skorczewski, street stocks, Maria Broksik, and the uh, super stocks were won by Trevor Nelson. All right, that capped off Saturday, but not the weekend. We still had action on Sunday, June 26th, Bemidji Speedway. That's right, the Bemidji Speedway, home of the Chicken Shack. Um, the <laughs> many stocks are won by Conrad Schwinn, Hornets Travis Olafson, Midwest Modifieds Doyle Erickson, Mod 4's Blake Erickson, Pierce stocks are won by Austin Carlson, Super Stocks, Dexton Cook. Uh, his name has been said a lot here. Yeah, um, it has. But too bad he doesn't win in front of me because otherwise he'd have the point lead right now for the uh, Checkers and Wreckers Championship of the World. And uh, Josh Josh Bolio has the uh, or got the win in the Modifieds. All right, Casino Speedway, Watertown, South Dakota. In the Hornets, they were won by Jeff Ash. Uh, limited late models, Brody Kroeniger. Street Stocks were won by Kyle Dykoff. Midwest Modifieds, Adam Brotherton. Modifieds Tim Thomas, who's actually from the Fargo-Moorhead area, he got a win out there. I think that's his first win ever out at the uh, Casino Speedway, and the Modifieds are won by Chad Becker. Okay, River City Speedway, Greater Grand Forks Fair. The Street Stocks won by Tucker Peterson, the Midwest Modifieds Aaron Blacklance, and Late Models won by Dustin Strand. All right, Nodak Speedway, Minot, North Dakota. Another one of the stops on the tour coming up here for the Dakota Classic Mod Tour. The Hobby Stocks won by Jay Lohman. Sport Mods, Eric Laudenschlager got the win, but he was DQ'd for refusing a claim. Someone claimed his motor, and he said, well, I'll take the next 30 days and go to the lake instead. Really? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, things are expensive, and he just kind of thought it out. He's like, I'll pay $1,000 to not lose my motor that I have a lot more money in. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Uh, so Levi Wald, he was credited with the win on that one. Uh, then the stock cars won by Austin Doe, and the Modifieds, the Dark Horse, Travis Hagen. All right. Halvor, Halvor Lines Speedway, Proctor, Minnesota. The Hornets were won by Kyle House. Northern Renegade non-wing sprint cars won by Chris Lewis. Midwest Modifieds Jake Smith. Super Stocks Shane Sabraski. Um, heard of him. Um, and then Modifieds Jody Belfile. All right. Hey, can we back up a second? I have a question. Sure. For for uh, people who, who might not know, including me. Refusing to claim. Talk to me about that. So what they have as a rule, um, there are certain motor packages that you have, and especially in this, this is an IMCA sport mod. So their rule is you can either run what's called a crate motor, which has it's, it's a completely sealed motor, so that you can't really do anything to it. You can't you can't trick it out. It's one of the ways that they try to keep the cost down in racing. So, and I do not. They also have a claim engine, so you can do what you want in a motor as well as it. Follows certain certain specifications. I'm not very mechanical, so I can't sure. really give too much on it. Um, but with the claim motor, that means someone, if they have the money, and I'm not sure how much it costs to claim a motor, 
but you can pay to buy that guy's motor. Okay. And I believe they switch motors. So um, okay. he can get the, whoever claimed him could get uh, Eric's motor. And, but he said no. And so that's a 30, 30 day $1,000 fine. And I oh. think it's, you know, like I said, $1,000 to not lose like an $8,000 motor. That's sure. kind of a bargain a bit. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> everybody uh, knows he won. Okay. Yeah. I did, <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for clarifying on that. It's not something that happens around this area very often anymore. I know um, it's actually the process of doing it is very difficult at times because okay. uh, I think they got to do a complete inspection uh, of everything. Also, so you got to tear down the motor. Sure. So uh, yeah, you got to go through that, and it's just kind of a pain in the neck. So they just a lot of people don't do it. Sure. Back in the day, in the 80s, I remember watching people getting claimed every night. And oh, really? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty impressive. I know uh, uh, Dave Stark, a guy that I used to follow all the time, he got he got claimed quite a bit in the late 80s, early 90s, until everybody just kind of banded together and said, knock that off. Okay. It's getting annoying. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well there you go. Uh, what about locals racing nationally? Who do we have out there that we're, we're keeping an eye on? Well, the Arkham Menard series made its closest appearance uh, appearance to our area uh, with the, its, its stop at the Elko Speedway in Newmarket, Minnesota on Saturday, June 25th. And Amber Balkan, she had a tough day out there, only finishing 56 of the laps, of the 250 laps, ended up in the 17th position. Bryce Hagerberg, he fared a little bit better. He finished uh, 223 of those 250 laps, resulting in a 14th place finish. Then the Brasseth brothers joined the Midwest Truck Series again, and they made their uh, first stop to the Slinger Super Speedway in Slinger, Wisconsin. That's not as easy as it sounds to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of alliteration right Slinger. there. Uh, and uh, that was on Sunday, June 26. Ryan, he qualified 22nd with a lap of 12.718, and Alex 23rd. And like I said, I think they still have a they have a magnet on each other uh, out mm. there. Uh, he he qualified twenty third yeah. with a twelve point eight four five second lap. Ryan won heat race number one with Alex finishing sixth. I don't know exactly what they're uh, starting uh, what it, what it takes to actually start in any of these events. Um, so winning the heat race to me uh, with our local uh, uh, wave that we do things. That would mean that you'd get into the main event. It had to be, but uh, I'm I'm guessing they do a passing points kind of thing. But okay. Uh, both dri- both drivers had to run the the last chance qualifier where Alex finished in fifth and Ryan finished in seventh. Ryan was somehow able to join the main event where he ended up finishing in the twentieth spot. All right, very good. Rollovers, we saw one, <laughs> and it was an impressive one. Um, <laughs> stuck the landing. Uh, young Cole Grasseth, um, he caught an infield tractor tire. He's our tenth entrant into the unintentional rollover contest. Got the infield tractor tire coming out of turn number four out of the Buffalo River Speedway on Sunday, and he flipped high into the air. There was a live video. Uh, Dirt Race Central had the broadcast, and uh, on their page they had a live video of all the heat races for the street stocks. Okay, and you can actually see it. It was in the last heat race, and when he and it was caught perfectly by uh, John, the camera guy. And he, when he flipped, it it tipped over, and then it caught, and then it just jumped in the air, and wow. he landed square on the wheels. For uh, he stuck the landing. <laughs> Okay. It was a perfect four-pointer, putting him uh, in a six-way tie for third on our list. <laughs> and he's doing okay? He's doing okay. Yeah, okay. he was He was okay. He got out of the car pretty quickly, uh, but unfortunately was not able to finish the night. I bet um, not. Yeah, but, but a very impressive uh, rollover that is. Uh, Carter Stark's 12-point roll at Bristol is still the top of the list uh, for now. Very uh, good. Kind of hoping nobody beats that, but yeah. if they do, it's going to be impressive. Yeah, wow. 
Okay, well, we had a lot of racing, and we have a lot of racing coming up. What's happening? Well, we have the Forks Karting Association going to be racing Grand Forks on Wednesday, June 29th. On Thursday, June 30th, the Grand Rapids Speedway in Grand Rapids, Minnesota will be running along with the KRA Speedway in Wilmer. Tri-County Speedway in Wishick is going to be running as well. Move on to uh, Friday, July 1st, the Red River, Va- Red River Valley Speedway Sanders Sport Mod Challenge Makeup will be on that night. We're going to have fireworks and a meet and greet that will be at 6.30, so get there early at 6.30. We're going to have all the Sport Mod drivers come on down front, and you can go down there and talk with the drivers. I know Chris Very Van Mill likes to have kids sign his race car with, oh, uh, really? with a marker, so that's a pretty cool thing. That is uh, lightning sprints will also be added to the card as well. Um, I-94 Sure Step Speedway in Fergus Falls will be running along with River City Speedway in Grand Forks. The Runestone Go-Kart Association at Winning Edge Speedway in Alexandria. That's right off of Turns 1 and 2 at the big track at Viking Speedway. Okay. Uh, the Brown County Speedway in Aberdeen will be running along with McLean County Speedway in Underwood. Gondick Law Speedway, Great Lakes Border Battle in Superior, Wisconsin. That starts up on Friday. And the Estevan Motor Speedway, Canada Day weekend night number one in Estevan, Saskatchewan. That's uh, one of one of our many stops that we've done on the tour, but unfortunately not going to be able to make it this year. But uh, it's uh, that's a that's a fun little track, and they got a lot of great food there. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm really good at eating food. Um, <laughs> Saturday, July second, Madison Speedway in Madison, Minnesota, Miller Central Speedway in Miller, uh, South Dakota, Southwest Speedway Rough Rider Days in Dickinson, then uh, Viking Speedway in Alexandria, Greenbush Race Park in Greenbush, uh, Greenbush, Minnesota, Gondick Law Speedway. Great Lakes Border Battle and Superior once again. Um, Estevan Motor Speedway Canada Day weekend night number two in Estevan, Saskatchewan. Then uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday, July 3rd, Buffalo River Speedway with Soda Modified Special. With Soda Modifieds and Midwest Modifieds will be on the card. That's out in Glendon, Minnesota. Bemidji Speedway Red, White, and Boom. I kind of like that name. That's, uh, <laughs> that is a neat why name. Why is it taking this long to be taken? I, I don't know. Just makes sense. That's in okay. Bemidji, Minnesota. Then uh, Monday, July 4th, we have the Jamestown Speedway Fireworks Spectacular and the Nodak Speedway Fireworks Special in Minot. All right. Wow. You wrote a lot of words this week. I did, and I said a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have at least said 2,000 worth. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Corey, thank you again for all the work that you put into this. This is great. Hey, uh, we have... Sort of a, uh, in a couple of weeks from, from now, when this episode drops, we've got sort of a special, uh, a special episode coming up. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we have a very special episode coming up where uh, we're both going to be gone, so we're just going to put something together. Yeah. So uh, we're going to um, call a few people, go uh, get some interviews, and kind of put those all together. And uh, one of our first guests is going to be coming up. Uh, on this one, and that'll be uh, world famous TV's Chad Meyer, who is an announcer. Yeah. Um, and I get to work with him at the Dakota Mod Tour. So, yeah, we'll be that'll be one of our first guests on there. And who knows who else we might get? Who knows? We, I don't even think we know. I don't, we don't. We're not a hundred percent sure, but we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, arm wrestle some people to get them in here and talk to them and and hear some stories. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think so too. So. All right, well, uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, Remember that you can always catch Corey on Checkers and Wreckers every Friday morning at 640 with the KFGO Morning Crew on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 FM. So for Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time.